Welcome to The New Yorker for December 9, 2013. There are five articles this week. Douglas Starr investigates interrogation techniques and false confessions. Next, Jeffrey Tubin delves into why our government isn't working. Then, James Wood reflects on the fictions of life and death. And in the current cinema, Anthony Lane reviews the new film from Joel and Ethan Cohen, Inside Lewin Davis, and the Disney movie Frozen. But first, it's this week's comment. In Higher Calling, Steve Cole writes about raising the minimum wage. In 2005, Alaska Airlines fired nearly 500 union baggage handlers in Seattle and replaced them with contractors. The old workers earned about $13 an hour. The new ones made around 9 The restructuring was a common episode in America's recent experience of inequality. In the decade after 2000, Seattle's median household income rose by a third, lifted by the stock-vested, toomey-toting travelers of its tech economy. But at the bottom of the wage scale, earnings flattened. SeaTac, the airport serving the Seattle-Tacoma area, lies within SeaTac, a city flecked by poverty. Its population of 27,000 includes Latino, Somali, and South Asian immigrants. Earlier this year, residents, aided by outside labor organizers, put forward a ballot initiative, Proposition 1, to raise the local minimum wage for some airport and hotel workers, including baggage handlers. The reformers did not aim incrementally. They proposed $15 an hour, which would be the highest minimum wage in the country, by almost 50%. A ballot initiative so audacious would normally have little chance of becoming law, but Proposition 1 polled well, and by the summer it had turned SeaTac into a carnival of electoral competition. Business groups and labor activists spent almost $2 million on television ads, mailings, and door knocking, about $300 per eventual voter. Alaska Airlines wrote the biggest check for the no side. On November 5th, SeaTacian spoke. Yes, by a margin of just 77 votes out of 6,000 cast. A reversal after a recount is still possible. In any event, SeaTac has proved that the sources of surprise in American politics since the Great Recession are not limited to Tea Party rabble-rousing. The grassroots left, which seemed scattered and demoralized after the Occupy movement fizzled, has revived itself this year, with help from union money and professional canvassers, by rallying voters around the argument that anyone who works full-time ought not to be at risk of poverty. Earlier this year, fast food workers nationwide went on strike for higher pay.